hello everyone welcome to the more than a mother podcast i am your host lawan moses if this is your first time joining me at more than a mother podcast we uplift educate and empower moms on their business and motherhood and life ventures and we believe that you can pursue your dreams and be a great mom at the same time i am joined today by radiance thompson welcome radiance yes thank you so much for having me I am glad you could be here. So if you could just take a moment and introduce yourself to the audience. Yes. So thank you all for listening. First and foremost, my name is Radiance. And yes, that is my real name, just to clarify, because sometimes I get questions. Um, I'm a wrecking master and spiritual coach. And what I do is I help empower women and non-binary women overcome emotional blocks, heal generational cycles, so they can access their spiritual gifts and live a life on purpose. I've been doing this for a couple of years now. I have uh, given recce sessions, or um, some people may call it energy sessions, to women in over five in five continents, excuse me, in five continents, over 100 women, and um, I've been doing this for about two years now. And yeah, it's been a great journey, and I'm super happy to be here. That all sounds fabulous and wonderful. What you are doing, because that is very much needed. And also, this is my first time having this type of experience, having a recce master on. So this is great because we're going to all learn a lot together. Yes. Before we dive into all that you are doing currently as a recce master, if you could just kind of give us your backstory, your kind of transformation story of what kind of put you on the path that you are on today. Yes, yes, absolutely. So I had no idea that this was going to be my path. Like I had no idea that this was ever going to be where I was going. Um, I went to school for biology. I actually went to University of California, Irvine. I went to school thinking that I was going to become some sort of doctor or researcher, something in the science field, uh, maybe pursuing some sort of PhD, something like that. And, you know, in 2017, I had, you know, the start of what some people call the dark night of the soul, had a really bad breakup. And I realized, you know, being a single mom of two kids, I was like, wow, there needs to be some sort of change within me because I just wanted my life to feel and be different. Um, I really had low self-esteem. I had very bad anxiety. I would have really bad, bad panic attacks, um, depression. It was just really hard for me to get out of this, like, long, sustained funk. You know, it, it just seemed like every day was like Groundhog Day. Every day felt the same. And I didn't like the way it was affecting my kids. I didn't like the way that, you know, I'd come home and I had a job. And it just felt like I would still be angry. Like, what was left? Like, what is this all that my life was going to be? Going to work, coming home, making dinner, and nothing else. So one day I found... A, um, a post online, a post on Facebook that just said, hey, this will make you feel better. And <laughs> I was like, I'm just looking for something to make me feel better. So I went and I got a Reiki session and instantly I just felt a complete shift. I felt different. I started to walk different, talk different, um, just believe in myself more and believe that life actually could be different. I think one of the things, especially with depression, and I'm not a depression, you know, expert, but from my own experience is that you feel like nothing will ever be different, that life will ev never be like the, the uh, different from what it is. Like maybe you don't deserve it to be different. You know, you start to have those types of thoughts. So um, that started to change. And then I started to do just different things to really care for myself again. So I went to Reiki for a year consistently, um, once or twice a month, 
And then, you know, life just started to shift. I started to talk different. You know, for a long time, I couldn't even stand up for myself. I couldn't even, you know, I probably wouldn't be able to do this live with you a few years ago. Um, so doing that consistently, I was like, wow, I know that there's a lot of people that have felt like me. And I want to be part of this change. I want to show women like myself that life does not have to be what you what someone tells you it is, or maybe where you are right now doesn't have to be where you are five years from now. And this can be the vehicle that helps you do that. So I got certified as a Reiki practitioner a week after, a week, no, excuse me, a week before um, Kobe Bryant passed away. And I don't know about you, but I'm from California and like Kobe was like everything here, especially growing up in LA, like Kobe was everything. So for him to pass away, that was, that was tough. And I was like, wow, I really need to use this to have an impact on the world. Because one of the things that really touched me when he passed away is how many people really were like, wow, he left the, his heart on the court every night. And how can I leave my heart in this world where I help people? That's what I was coming from. So I got my practitioner certification on January 20 and then of January 20 of 2020 and then January 26 of 2020 is when he passed and then that's when I just started to just go headfirst into this business I gave dozens dozens of free energy sessions to people all around the world I just said hey free record session who wants one I just posted it on these different Facebook groups and you know people you know said yes and then some people actually kept the the um, connection with me so that lady could have that free Reiki session and then that's how I learned that's how I really grew my spiritual gifts that's how I started to trust myself and trust in my abilities as people said hey I feel different thank you so much whatever it was for them or maybe I was able to give them a, a message um, that I didn't know that they needed and um, yeah that's how the business started that's wonderful and I think that you touched on a lot of great things there and just going back to where you said that you were depressed and you were in this kind of dark place you had to come out of it and I think a lot of us get in that moment to where it's like okay there has to be more to life than this I can't keep going at this pace or things aren't really working out as I thought they would I don't right. like the way that I'm feeling I feel a lot of people get into that place and we find like different ways that can kind of help us to kind of come out of that and start to evolve and grow yes yeah. yes and so that is something that i think that a lot of people experience regardless of their spiritual path their spiritual journey they kind of experience that type of thing so when you were first going through like going back to that moment when you were in that kind of dark place realizing that you had to come out like what were this, some of the things that you were feeling like what did you struggle with because I know you found your way to Reiki but mm -hmm. what were you going through to kind of get to that path mm. um, like what like what exactly was the depression is that is that the question that you're asking me yes yeah, so like what type of struggles did you have or anything kind of like finding your way out I guess that would be the best way to say it Okay, so the struggles that I had in, in the past definitely was, you know, I had really, really bad self-esteem. You know, I had really low self-worth. Um, I people-pleased so much. I overgave to situations that really weren't giving to me in hopes that one day they'll see my worth. And it's like, well, if you don't see your worth, how do you expect other people to see it? 
right? If they see that you're giving and overgiving and you're, comp you're compromising yourself in order to be with them, whether that be a friendship or relationship or whatever the activity was, you know, even going out to different, um, you know, events with, with people. It's like, okay, well, whatever you guys want to do, but my, my, what I want to do doesn't matter. You know, I'd always compromise myself. And when people see that, they're like, okay, well, this person doesn't care about themselves. Why should I care? Right? So I had to learn to love myself. And I know that they, that may sound cliche, but that self-love thing, that was really a struggle for me. Um, I come from a background of, of women, unfortunately, that um, compromised themselves for relationships. And I did the same thing. And it's like, okay, well, what does it even mean to put yourself first? What does it even mean to nurture yourself? What does it even mean to enforce boundaries? You know, I always said, okay, well, why should I enforce boundaries? I don't want to lose people in my life. But then guess what? You lost them anyway, because they didn't care about you in the first place, <laughs> you know, because you didn't show that you cared about yourself first. So uh, those were a lot of the struggles that I had. Um, and then, you know, I actually went through a time and still kind of going through a time where it's like, okay, well, let me just rediscover me again. You know, especially after becoming a mom, you get so just like, okay, it's about them. It's about them. It's about them. It's about them. And you forget about you, you know, you almost lose yourself. So I had to go through a process of refinding me and then when I found myself, it's like, okay, well, you know, what does me even mean? Like, what do I like to do? So energy healing really helped me realize that it's okay to say no. It's okay to be okay with yourself. I really became okay by myself. And that was one of the biggest assets is that, you know, I can now take myself out on a date and I don't always need a companion. I don't need to be codependent on anyone to fulfill myself. So those were the two biggest things I got out of this journey is just being okay with me and in my own skin. Those are, those are two uh, big things. And I like how you touched on the fact that you had to love yourself first, because that really is what it's all about. Loving yeah. yourself. It's not really cliche, even though people say, yes, it can be a cliche, but when you get down to it, everything comes back to mm -hmm. having to love yourself and know yourself. And I like how you said that you had to rediscover who you are know who you are be okay with being by yourself and a lot of people are not okay with being by themselves no. i feel that's where a lot of struggle and things come in because people are not okay with sitting by themselves people are not okay with doing that self-reflection that self-awareness x okay what do i like to do what are things mm -hmm. that i enjoy mm -hmm. people are just not comfortable with that right yeah. right and they also, with setting the boundaries, I mean, boundaries are important. I talk about boundaries all the time and the ability to say no. The thing I like in talking with you is that we take two different paths. Like you, you're into the energy healing, but I like bringing us together because me bringing my Christianity and spiritual part of it and you coming with the energy healing, it's ways to show people that there are, as they say, more than one way to skin a cat as the saying yeah. goes. It all comes back to healing at the core, which no matter which way you do it, mm -hmm. it's all about finding what works best for you. Yes, yes. And I love that you said that because that's one of the reasons why I was like, okay, well, let me just reach out to her and see if she 
is okay with me coming on her on her show because I saw that you um, were a Christian and I had listened to your other um, you know shows and I was like okay well maybe she'll maybe she'll be okay with it so I'm glad that you said that because I've had um, other clients that are from the Christian faith and they're like you know I am Christian but I am looking for other ways to add to my spiritual you know journey add to my my ways of connecting to God you know and you know using the Bible with the spiritual practices that I say, like, you know, there's some people don't like that there's, you know, something other than the Bible, but hey, how can I just use both? How can I say, hey, we're, we're saying the same things in different ways, you know? So I really appreciate that you said that. Yes, and that's what I'm all about here at this podcast, because moms have so many different backgrounds, mm-hmm. compositions, we all look different. And just because yes. I have one belief, there may be a mom out here that is not having the same beliefs that I do. But to me, you can believe whatever you want. Whatever someone finds works for them, it works for them. So that's right. why when you reached out, I was kind of excited. I'm like, oh, I've never done this before. I've never had, uh, like I said, energy healing, the spirituality from that part. So I was really excited to dive in and then even to sit here and, as you said, show how we're saying the same thing. It's just different, getting there in different ways, so to speak. And that to me is powerful in itself to show how these things can coexist. And it doesn't have to always be a clash or one or the other, because right. like you said, what works for what, as I said, what works for one person may not work for someone else. And mm-hmm. as you said, somebody may find they need the Bible and some additional tools. So it's all about having the resources we need because the end goal to me is the same. Yes. Yes. And, it is the same end goal, and I love that you said that. It's the end goal for me and a, an end goal for a lot of my clients is, like, how can I deepen my connection to myself and to whatever God that they feel like they, they pray to, whether that be, you know, God, source, universe. Some people, you know, talk about Jesus, Allah, whatever it is. Like, how can I deepen my connection to that? And that's the op- ultimate goal. So, yes, absolutely. Yes, and that's what I always tell people when I talk. I always say, I'm a God girl. This is what I believe, but I, you take it and apply it as it will work for your faith and your spirituality. So yes, I'm glad that we had that little part of the conversation, even though it wasn't planned. Yes. <laughs> so can you tell me more about your business and what you do as a Reiki master? Yes. So what I specialize in is helping people understand that they can, they can change their lives, you know, in so many words. I, told you before that I have a degree in biology. So I like to incorporate some science and spirituality into what I do. So that way they see that, hey, it's not just me saying, you know, woo-woo stuff. I'm not just, you know, giving you some, you know, tools that aren't proven by some science. You know, and and that brings up another fact. You know, some people think that it needs to just be science. Some people think that it needs to just be uh, religion or spirituality. It's like, no, you can use both. Both of them can really work together. So I like to incorporate things like... For example, getting in touch with your heart, understanding that you can create elevated emotions for yourself, understanding that, hey, I don't have to be in in this state of anger or resentment or jealousy or frustration. You know, I can choose gratitude. I can choose um, joy. I can choose um, love for whatever situation that is. You know, um, one of the things that I struggled with is forgiveness. You know, how can I forgive some of the people that I feel didn't maybe do right by me? How can I stop being in this place of resentment? How do I stop having that chip on my shoulder, that grudge? How can I stop thinking that everything is happening to me? 
and start changing that belief and that feeling that, hey, I'm thankful for that lesson. This is happening for me. You know, and with energy healing, what that does is that speeds up the process. Because what we don't realize is that anger, frustration, resentment, jealousy, those feelings take away from our light. They take away from our essence, that the, the unique thing that makes you, you, right? That thing that makes you, you, that takes it away. So every time I'm replaying something from the past, every time I'm rehashing who hurt me, who did me wrong, I'm taking away from my own light. You know, I'm, I'm giving power to a, a person, number one, that I shouldn't. I'm taking my own power away. I'm giving someone rent-free space in my head. And I'm creating, you know, one of the things that I saw myself doing is like, hold on, <laughs> because I'm thinking about this person or this situation over and over again, I'm manifesting or I'm creating another version of that person. So, you know, you, some people will be in a relationship. They're like, wow, I can't believe I was in this such a you know, crappy relationship. And then they, they realize they're in a different form of the same relationship. And it's because you keep thinking it. So what you're doing is you're manifesting that same personal relationship or that situation. It's because you're, you're not in control of your thoughts. You're not observing your thoughts. And you're not, number one, observing your thoughts. Number two, you're not controlling how you're feeling about that situation. So what energy healing will do is it'll say, okay, let me draw from source energy, from God energy, from universe energy, whatever you want to call it. And it says, let me give you back some of the light that you lost. Let me give you a different perspective on how you're looking at that situation. Let me show you how to fill your heart, fill your body with joy again. And then next thing you know, instead of allowing yourself to be in a place of anger, you're in a place of happiness and you're in a place of gratitude for that lesson, for what that person taught you. Maybe that person needs to teach you that, hey, let me show you how to have more compassion for yourself. Let me show you how to be more thankful for yourself before you're thankful for someone else being in your life. Let me show you how to be okay with you and feel safe with you. You know, a lot of times what we don't realize is that, and, and maybe it's, it's just me, but what I feel like a lot of people don't realize is that we will sometimes be in situations, relationships, whatever it is that we settle for, only because we think we have to have something. You know, we're searching for that external validation for, with that person or with that situation. And it's like, okay, if I already felt whole and thankful for me, I would not have put myself in that situation. But a lot of times we don't know how to, how to do that. Like, how can I feel good about me by myself? How can I, you know, love, once again, myself? What does that even feel like? Like, what is that energy? What is that, what is that emotion? You know, some people, when I, when some of my clients, what, one of the things that they said is like, you know, I want to be successful. I want to be in a successful union. I want to be successful in my business. I want to be whatever it is. I want to have um, extremely high intuition, extremely high uh, connection to, to source, spirit guides, whatever it is. But if you don't know how that feels first, how can you accomplish it? So it's like, okay, well, it's not that you need to know how that feels first. You have to just be grateful for yourself first grateful for the experience first of whatever it is that you're trying to create because you can create the future experience. You can create the, the happiness of that future experience before it even happens. Right. And then next thing you know, it starts to happen. It's like, Oh, I'm already seeing it happen for myself. I'm already feeling grateful for it happening for myself. And then next thing you know, it's like, Oh, it's starting to happen. You're like, well, how did this happen? Because you started to tell the universe, you started to tell God that this is what I want. 
and you start to send that energy, that feeling, whether that be through prayer, whether that be through energy healing, like you're sending that feeling, that vibration, that, that message out to the universe that, hey, this is what I want and I'm already thanking you for it. You know, and, and in the Bible or in, in Christianity, what, do you, what does it say? Ask and it is received. You yeah. have to be thankful for it before it even happens. Speaking into existence. Into existence, yes. It's the same thing. Exactly. But it's just that energy healing gives you a little bit more of that, hey, let me just give you a little bit of juice right here. Let me just give you a little bit of that gas. You know, that's, that's basically what energy healing is. And then next thing you know, you start to see momentum and changes in your life that you didn't think were possible. That's wonderful. And you said a whole lot there. A whole I lot did. <laughs> but it was all great stuff. It was so much that I wanted to touch on. But I love how you started with the whole choosing the joy, choosing the gratitude, choosing that part. Because a lot of us, as you said, we get caught up in these emotions. And we feel that we let these emotions kind of have control over us, if that makes sense. And it's yes. like we fail to realize that we have the power of choice. And everything that we go into, there is the power of choice. So I don't have to choose to be angry, upset, sad, and all that. I can choose the joy. I can choose the gratitude. I can choose the happiness. And as you said, a lot of that goes back to forgiveness. And with a lot of the talks that I do with my clients and with people, it boils down to forgiveness and then also that trauma that we have that is unhealed. And so many of us are trying to... Start, be successful, I be successful, start businesses, do whatever it is that we want to do. We run in these same circles because we haven't forgiven ourselves first. We haven't yes. forgiven other people. We haven't healed from trauma. If we don't heal from this trauma in whatever way it may look like, we're going to run in the same circles, as you said. Experience yes. is life's greatest teacher. That's what I always say. Experience is life's greatest teacher. And you're going to keep going into those same situations until you learn the lesson that you're supposed to learn. And I feel... A lot of us miss that part about, okay, there's a lesson in this experience. As you said, you keep having these same experiences because you're manifesting them, you're having these same thoughts, and that's the thing. There's the lesson. I need to switch up my thought pattern on something. Yes. So everything we go through, there's that lesson that comes out of that experience. So I really like how you said that, especially about being thankful for the lesson and not looking yes. for the external validation. There was just so mm. much that was wrapped up in everything you said. <laughs> I mean... Absolutely. You know, like forgiveness is just huge because what happens is, is that energy, that feeling gets stuck in our bodies, you know, and then it's like, okay, well, I'm recreating that traumatic situation again in a different form. It's because you haven't fully released that energy from your body. So next thing you know, it's like, why am I attracting it? It's because you are it still. You are that trauma still. It's like, okay, I need to do something different. I need to change it. And what energy healing is, it healing energy healing does is it says okay energy well emotions are energy in motion so let's change our emotions let's change how we feel about the situation let's change how we feel about ourselves and then next thing you know we're creating a new energy and then next thing you know we're attracting a new energy that matches the new energy we've created so now you've created a new experience because you've created your new energy and then now we're creating a new future because we've created a new energy and then now we're creating our new life, our, the, our best life, because we're saying we want the energy and experience of our best life, but you have to create it within ourselves first. So 
that's one of the things that energy healing does too. It says, okay, you want your future new life, you want your future new experience, you want that future new man or woman, you want that that future new business, that multi-million dollar business. Okay, let's create that feeling within ourselves first. Let's create that emotion within ourselves first. And then say, okay, now you've created that energy, you've created that that energy, that potential within you. Now what's what's that energy? What's that potential gonna do? It's gonna say, okay, it's gonna magnetize that same thing right back to it. And now you've created that new life for yourself. I like that. I like that a lot. Like I said, motions are energy in motion. I like that. If you are enjoying this show, feeling inspired and motivated, learning something new, or just want to show some love, please do me a favor and help me spread the word. Screenshot this episode and share your favorite takeaways in your Instagram stories. I am truly growing my Instagram and I want you there on the journey with me as we continue to grow and build. Don't forget to tag me at Lawan Moses so that I can share your share. Each time you share this show, it helps me to reach more and more moms just like you. Don't keep this greatness to yourself. Tell a mama you know about the More Than a Mother podcast today. Remember, Motherhood is a universal experience, and we are all in this together. Now, I know that you have three ways that um, you talk about three ways that moms can create more flow in their day to avoid overgiving and overwhelm. And I know you touched on that in the beginning about how you are a people pleaser, overgiving, and all of that. So could you please share with us what are ways that we can kind of create this flow so that we can avoid those places? Yeah, so in the morning, what I like to do is I like to create my day in my head first. I like to visualize my day and how I'm going to go about my day with my, for myself, for my kids. And by visualizing that day, by creating a feeling of my day before it even happens, what happens is I am already sending, once again, that energy, that potential to the universe that's saying, this is what I want. This is what I desire for my day to be. So I'm doing that first. I visualize it, and then I feel it. I feel it and visualize it, and I'm sending that energy, that potential out to the universe. And then what do I do? I start living my day like that because I've already instructed my body. I've already told the universe that this is what I want my day to be like. So start creating micro steps of what you want your day to be like. And then next thing you know, you start having um, a macro vision of what that day is. And then next thing you know, that macro vision becomes part of your everyday experience. So micro steps create the day, every day in the morning. And I like to do it before my kids are awake because it gives me that alone time, you know, that, that peace and that silence. So micro steps. And then now you're creating that macro vision, that bigger vision of what you want your day to be like. And then start doing it. You know, allow, you have to have some, a little bit of discipline in there too. Like, okay, I'm, I'm saying this is what I want. I'm acting like this is what I want. I'm feeling like this is what I want. Okay, this is how it's going to be. So that's step number one. Number two, boundaries. Boundaries are super important with your kids. And it does create more flow because they start to realize and appreciate that, hey, mom is a person too. I cannot always have access to her. And that's super important because especially, I don't know, um, 
if everybody is, but I'm sure that at some point you're working on something in your day, whether that be if your business or maybe some DIY stuff at home, maybe you're doing some stuff in the kitchen and it's like, Hey, I just need a moment to really focus on this. And the next thing you know, it's like, Hey mom, Hey mom, this, Hey mom, that, but like, you know, you're just being pulled in all of these different directions. It's like, okay, sometimes you have to say, Hey, Ma, uh, Hey, Hey, my kids name are harmony and lyric. So I say, Hey, harmony and lyric, you know, Mommy needs some time too. And I need you guys to respect that I have my time and my space and that this is this is my time right now. And it doesn't always come out the way I want it to come out. I'm not gonna even sit up here and sugarcoat like I'm always speaking like this to my kids. Sometimes it does not come out great. But they respect it. And if they don't respect it, they, they're gonna hear me. So not being afraid to enforce boundaries. And Showing your kids, hey, if, if you know how to enforce boundaries, that shows them, too, that they can sh enforce boundaries as well. And that's super important because as kids, you know, they're going to grow up into adults eventually, too. You want them to learn to respect themselves. So that's a really great thing that I, um, I'm seeing that is working with my kids. So I set the micro steps, the macro vision, and then I also set the enforcing boundaries. And number three, one of the things that I am really loving that I am doing with my kids is going out and taking a walk outside. So, and I know it's like, oh, well, that's simple. But the thing is, when you take that walk outside, you get that vitamin D from the sun, you get that fresh air, you allow yourself to really just say, okay, let me get my day started if it's in the beginning of the day, or okay, how did my day go? Start to do some self-reflection. You know, did I get everything accomplished throughout my day? You know, and then give yourself some time just to be free with your kids. Like, I, when me and my kids play, it's fun and when I allow myself to have fun with my kids next thing you know ideas start to pop out ideas for how to you know be a better mom start to pop out ideas for how to be better at my business start to pop out and it's because I'm not allowing I'm allowing myself to be present in the moment number number one I'm also giving myself a little bit of grace like you know maybe something didn't go the way that I thought it would but I give myself that grace to say okay well how can I be better so those are a few of the things that I do on a day-to-day -day basis those are wonderful. And I love how you said you allow yourself to have fun with your kids. I feel a lot of us become parents, moms, whatever it may be, and we forget that aspect of having fun and that it is okay to have fun and how having fun is really beneficial. As you said, it brings up all those different things that happen. Like you start to be able to kind of detach yourself and then mm -hmm. your creativity can kind of start to flow again or whatever it is that you have going on. You find that your thoughts may kick back up. You may feel more relaxed yes. because you've taken that time to play. Right. And a lot of us just discount how much having fun can really help us in the long run. And mm -hmm. I am all about the boundaries. I love that you spoke on boundaries because I am big on that. And I think a lot of us, I used to be a people pleaser too, said mm -hmm. yes to everybody. But boundaries are so important to me. And I always tell my moms that, listen, if you have that are listening that if you have little kids, it's easier to start when they are little. I waited till my kids were a bit older. Mm. And so it was kind of that resistance. But if you are able right. to be in a place to where your kids are smaller and younger and you start to set the boundaries to what they will understand it at that age, then you'll find as you as they get older and things evolve that it'll be easier and they'll understand it more because they understand mom has boundaries. You can't always have access. Mom has to take a break and do these things. So I always tell people listening, if you have young people, now is the time to really do it because it is hard, but it's not as hard when they're older and they're used to mom always being 
being there and it being done a certain way. But I mean, you can enforce boundaries still at any level. It's just a right. little more navigating the older they get. Right, 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 right. And with my five-year-old, that's what we're working on, like right now. And it's really great that you said that because you know I did wish that I had a little bit more of um, structure with my my now eleven, almost twelve-year-old. But you know, she's starting to learn it now too. So it's it's definitely better if you implement it earlier. The earlier, the better. And not to feel guilty when you do it, too. Oh, and that is another part. That mom guilt. A lot of moms suffer with that mom guilt. So what is a way that you kind of, I'm glad you brought that up. What is a way that you kind of navigate when that guilt tries to creep up on you? You know, you know, I can't even say that I'm always perfect about it. Because, you know, when I, that mom guilt, like, I really feel bad. Like, sometimes, like, me and my kids will have conversations and I'll feel bad. And next thing you know, I start, I start getting emotional. You know, because I'm like, I'm really trying, y'all. Like, I am trying my best. You don't know how hard it is. Especially, you know, breaking generational cycles and realizing that you have to heal some stuff that you didn't think you had to heal. Like, it comes up. And there's times where I wish I did better. But then, once again, that's the lesson. And I, I extract the lesson. And I say, okay, well, how can I be better? So when, I, when it comes to mom guilt, um, one of the things that I do on a not a daily basis, but when I need to, is I say sorry to myself because I need to start loving myself more and knowing that as a mom, I'm going to make mistakes. And I say sorry to myself, number one, for being high, like I have these high expectations of myself. And it's like, you know, let me not be so hard on me. You know, I'm doing my damnedest. Excuse me, I, don't, I know that sometimes. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> Okay, I'm doing my damnedest, and sometimes I am extremely hard on myself. So I need to say, you know what, I'm sorry, Ray, because you did do your best, and you did do your best at that moment. So that's number one. Number two, sometimes I, what I would do when I did reprimand my kids, you know, I'd be like, okay, let me just say sorry to them because I shouldn't have reprimanded them. But then now I'm like, hold on, they need to hear that. <laughs> you know, they need to hear that because if they don't hear it from me, they're going to hear it worse from someone else you know, out in the world. And I'm going to be your best friend in comparison to how the world will deliver a message. So, you know, so that's one of the things that I was telling my daughter the other day. I was like, you know, you want to hear it from me, even though it may not always sound nice. But I guarantee how someone else will say it will not come from a loving place. So I, number, so I say sorry to myself, number one. And number two, I allow myself to not be perfect when I do deliver messages if they do need to hear it. So that's one of the things that I do as well. And number three... Um, I, with mom guilt, I really had to restructure the way I thought about myself because I stopped taking care of myself for a while. I really did. I stopped taking care of myself. Um, I am someone that I have traction alopecia. And um, one of the things that I, I, I kind of gave up on, on my hair, I kind of gave up on so many things. I was like, you know, I got, I got kids to take care of. I got this to do. I got that to do. Like, who cares about me? And I, and I was like, hold on. If I don't care about me, what if my daughters grow up and stop caring about themselves too? You know, what if, what if they do that? Like, I don't want to see them do that. So one of the things that I changed my perspective on is how I care for myself and stop feeling guilty about that. Stop feeling guilty for taking myself out on a date. Stop, stop feeling guilty for, you know, making time just to, to you know, whatever self-care routine that I had to do for myself on that day. You know, because when I care for myself, I actually feel better as a mom. So... I stopped taking um, I stopped taking myself for granted. You know, I, I did. I, I that's one of the things that uh, the mom guilt things that I have to get over. Like, hey, I'm a person too, and I need to really hone in and honor myself. 
So I hope that answered your question. That was a long yes. one too. <laughs> it definitely answered the question. I don't worry about it being long. That was fine. The more information, the better. It definitely answered the question. I love how you started with, and someone in the comments said it took them 59 years to put yes. themselves first. Yeah, it is. It is a struggle for moms as a whole. And even to, as you said, we still struggle with that mom guilt. I talk about mom guilt all the time, but as I say, I'm not perfect with it. I still, it still pulls at my strings sometimes the same way it does yours. Even though I teach people about mom guilt and overcoming mom guilt, we're human. Mm -hmm. We are going to feel it. And as you said, it's about having those practices to kind of reel yourself back in and just remembering that you are a human being first. Whatever your name is, you had that name before anyone ever called you mom. And that it's yes. okay to think about yourself, the human being, as that human person. And then as the mother, because motherhood is just one of your roles and it's not your whole identity, but it is a struggle. And so many people struggle with putting themselves first. And we fail to realize that if we don't take care of ourselves, then we're really not any good to anyone around us. So it's like that right. 22. I feel bad for taking care of myself, so I don't. But I recognize I need to take care of myself because if I don't take care of myself, then I'm no good to anyone. Right. So that's when you really just have to come to peace that I'm a human being and I have every right to take care of myself. Absolutely. Yeah. That is wonderful. So aside from motherhood, what would you say has been the most rewarding part of your life journey so far? Mm. That's a really, really, really good question. Because the first thing you always say is, my kids, you know? <laughs> That's why I always take that out. Because that used to not be in the question. But when I would ask it, every mom would say, my kids. So that's why I rephrased the question that way to make you think of something else. Yes. You know, um, my spirituality, it has absolutely shown me how much power I have available to me within me. And... It helped me recognize, number one, like I know there's some people that may think woo-woo is not of God, but what it helped me realize is that I am so much more connected to God. It helped me realize and see that, hey, there is a God. For, for me to have had all of the connections to people that did not know me and for me to be able to deliver messages, that's not from me. That's from something higher than me. So not only was I able to deepen that connection, but I was, able, I was able to recognize that within myself. I was able to recognize the divine within myself. And by doing that, now I'm, I'm seeing, okay, well, you know, there's a power within me that is waiting for the world, that, that the world is waiting for that is unique only to me. And that is what everybody has. And everybody just needs to recognize it, that, hey, there's something that is divinely given to you you have a gift that is divinely given to you that everyone needs and that everyone can only get from you. And spirituality helped me realize that I have that too. And I didn't know what that was, but I, I, I always felt like there was a pulling, there was a tugging, like, hey, you're supposed to be doing something, but I didn't know what it was. And this is it. And I know what it is now. And even when, let's say, I don't feel like I want to get on a call, like, you know, I'm tired or whatever it is. I got all this stuff to do, you know. And then next, you know, I get on there and I help someone or I help turn on the light bulb in someone's, someone's life. Or someone says, hey, you helped me change this about myself. You know, that gives me so much, just, I, it, it makes my day. So it helped, but, um, to answer your question, that has been my biggest, most greatest reward is knowing and recognizing the power within myself and knowing that 
hey, I can help others recognize that within themselves too. You know, um, one of the things that um, Les Brown said when I first, first started my entrepreneurial journey, because I, I didn't start as a recce master. I started as an insurance with like a WFG. I started, I started talking to people in the grocery stores. I was like, you know, I just know I'm supposed to be doing something. I don't know what. But then eventually uh, Reiki and spirituality found me, and I've been doing that ever since. But I was first doing that. And um, um, I didn't know what I was going to do. Like, I didn't know where I was going to go. But eventually it led me down to this path. So it, it, one of the things that spirituality also helped me do is trust in the process. And what Les Brown had said, that's the point I was going to get to, is that, you know, the cemetery is filled with dreams unfulfilled. And that really struck a chord in me because I was like, what if I die and have all this within me and it's, it's no one ever is, is given that? Because really you're here to be of service. You're here to be of service with the gifts that you were given. And if, I don't, if I'm not fulfilling my purpose, that means I'm not fulfilling a service, which means that there's a part of the world that won't be where they could be because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't answer the call. So it just helped me learn to answer the call within myself, and it's helping me show others to answer their own call. So absolutely spirituality has been the biggest and best gift besides my kids. That is powerful. And to answer the call so that you can get that get to that power that is within that is so powerful so i thank you radiance for joining me today if you could just tell the audience where they could connect with you if you have any special offers or offers that you want to offer up at this time feel free to do so just let us know where we can find you online yes yes so i am on instagram my handle is reiki with radiance r-e-i-k-i with and then Radiance, R-A-D-I-A-N-C-E. So Reiki with Radiance, where you can find me. And um, right now I'm offering a few things. I have a $47 Reiki session available right now. So usually they're $197, so they're $150 off through airy season. So until um, April 19th, that's when the, the, the special will end. So $47, that's a huge deal. So if you want to have... Um, a change in how you feel about yourself, maybe some stress alleviation. Perhaps you just want to see how it feels to work with me. Go ahead and schedule a session with me. Just go ahead and uh, follow me and um, or shoot me a message, and I'll make sure that you can get on on there. And I'll also include the link in the comments if that's okay with you, Luan. Okay, awesome. Thank you. And then um, I also have um, something called, and this is my dear, true and dear to my heart. It's called the Underground Railroad to Reiki Radiance Program. It's to help you become a Reiki practitioner. It's a year-long program, and it's basically about helping you free yourself from any emotional faculties that you have so that way you can help heal yourself and help others heal themselves too. Wow, that is powerful. So, yes, we'll be sure to get all the links in the comments, and I'll also get them so I can link them on the podcast and the show notes to just make sure that everyone has that. So I thank you again for joining me. This was truly wonderful. I appreciate your time. And thanks again for being here. Thank you all. Thank you, Luana. I appreciate you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. You too. Bye.